Hello and welcome to another High Tides Dota 2 podcast. My name is Iger. I am your deckhand for today. And joined with me today is Andrew. Hi, Andrew. How are you doing? Not bad, Iger. Not bad. How are you? Good. I'm good. Uh, I've been playing a few games of Dota and some Genshin Impact. Nice, nice. That's pretty much about it. My life's kind of boring this week, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone's stuck in quarantine so i mean it's it's either gaming online or you know it's really about it yeah i need to pick up some animes that i've been wanting to watch but um just haven't been in the mood so uh i see yeah i mean like there's there's some good animes out there been watching a couple here and there but are you watching some right now uh yeah i mean like i'm watching one that's kind of like there's one and there's three i'm watching right now uh, one of them is just really dumb. The other two I really like. But what, what uh, are they? So I'm watching uh, Skate the Infinity, nice, which yeah. is an anime about skateboarding, and it's the dumbest thing ever. And I love everything about it. The other two that I really like are um, that time I got reincarnated as a slime. I'm watching that. That's really good. Season two. Yeah, the second season. And then the other thing I'm watching is. Um, what is it called? Uh, Jobless Reincarnation, I think is the name of it. The, the, the English name of it. I don't remember the Japanese name, but it's the little blonde kid who's a mage. I think I know what you mean. There's a lot of those kind of animes, but I think I know. Yeah, there's mean. a lot of isekai animes out there, sadly. You're not watching Attack on Titan? You know what? That That was a show that everyone was like, oh yeah, this show is amazing and everything. And I just couldn't get into it i don't know what it is i just i think like maybe the original titan look or aesthetic it just never sat with me i like they just kind of look really dumb just (laughs) never felt like i never felt like scared by them it just like they just look real dumb with their big grins and the way they run i was just kind of like yeah not it's not as as scary or whatever but yeah i don't think they uh i don't think they change too much in terms of their aesthetics but uh (laughs) Well, I'm hearing it's pretty hype. It's like the the anime of the animes, you know. Yeah, I know. Best. Everyone everyone talks about how good that show is. Maybe one day, maybe when it's over, that's when I'll get into it. Yeah, that's what I'll do. What about you? What are you watching? Or like, what what are you planning on watching? I was planning on watching that one because it's it's the final season apparently, so that's right. why everyone's yeah. so hyped about it. But. I'm hoping to just watch something lighthearted and maybe something that is like one of the isekais out there. I did watch mm-hmm. the slime one, the first season. Um, but I don't know. We'll see if I pick up the second. I think that the the first season is is kind of slow and it's a lot of setup, but it's it's charming enough to sort of stick with it. But the second season gets much more interesting. There's a lot more like political repercussions and stuff like that, which is kind of fun. Okay, cool, cool, cool. As always, this is an anime podcast, not a Dota <laughs> podcast. Uh, yep. Next week, we will be talking about the anime, the Dota anime, which is coming yes, out. I oh. am so down to come back for that, by the way. Oh, yeah, love dude. To Hell yeah. That, um, that actually, you know what, that looks pretty decent. But yeah, okay. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. We, are, we are a Dota podcast, and we have recently done our five episodes which talked about, which talked about all of the lanes basically of dota mm-hmm. and so here we're just here to chill and talk about the heroes talk about what we hate what we love 
uh, item builds, things like that. A pure Dota talk, so to say. Yep. I want to ask you, if you were the Ice Frog himself, which hero would you remove from Dota and why? Oh, 100% Huskar. I don't even have to think about that. I hate that stupid hero so much. Like, I'm looking at Dota right now, and I just, I hate Huskar. Like, I think Huskar is one of those, like, it's one of those heroes where, the, like, if the opponent is using Huskar, it is such a feels-bad hero, because, like, when you lane against him, the stupid Burning Spears is so annoying to deal with. Like, every other hero, I feel like most heroes, like, orb spells, like, Drow Slow or Clink's uh, Burning Arrows, like, or even, like, Skywrath, like, his Q. Like, they're annoying, but there is a certain amount of, like, sort of, like, time between how long it takes for that, that skill to be annoying versus, like, how much damage it does or how, like, tilting it is. Huskar's thing is, like, from the get-go, it's such a tilting skill, in my opinion. Like, the Burning Spears. Yeah. Um, he's not very popular right now, Huskar. And usually it's because <laughs> his late game is pretty bad right now, I think. I will say that if you're laning against Huskar, level 1, even level 2, he's fairly weak. Just because he has mm -hmm. low armor. And usually, you know, you're in mid lane. So you have the, um, the tower to help you out. And the, the Burning Spear doesn't deal as much damage at level 1. Uh, but it's when you get to level 3, level 5. It becomes pretty hard to lean against Huskar unless you know what you're doing. It, I mean, it's it's interesting that you mentioned that, like you know, you're usually facing him mid. Maybe it might be the difference in like skill bracket too. But I find like at my skill bracket, a lot of people play Huskar like when he's in meta. Rather, like a lot of people would play Huskar uh, as the as like a safe lane carry. So I find that like when you have to play, because usually I'll play off lane right offlane or mid when i play offlane against huskar there's not a lot of room to maneuver like yeah definitely if you're mid it's a little better because you you've got some space to play around and like you said you've got the tower but when you're playing offlane like the distance between where the lane or where the creeps meet and like the tower there's so little or there's so much space in which you have to run back if you want to get to that tower that like he gets an extra like two or three attacks on you, and it's like uh, you just have to buy a lot of regen. I find when you face like a uh, Huskar when you're in the off lane. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You just kind of have to rely on your support on that one. It's the yeah. same concept where level one, level two, he's fairly weak. So you really want to make sure your support can sort of bully him, or like at least make him use all his regen and stuff like that. You know, pull and things. But right. yeah, Huskar's hard. You are a fan of techies, right? That's why you didn't mention techies. <laughs> you know what, man? I think techies gets a bad rep. I think techies is actually a really fun hero. And I know Adrian was talking about how much he likes techies too. And that's definitely something we both agree on. It's like, I think techies, I think techies is a, is a hero that requires a lot of good team coordination. And I think that's why people hate the hero usually is because people don't really coordinate as much when you're playing like solo, right? Or even with like a two or three stack, like the techies players usually go off and do their own thing, right? It's very rare that like, you know, they're they're 
doing stuff that you want them to do, right? And I find I like playing techies a lot when I play with our five stack because I can coordinate a lot better and I have a better idea of what the team is uh, trying to do or like, you know, what our situation calls for, right? Because a lot of the times when you play techies, yeah, you can you can go off by yourself and like if the team is pushing a lane and you don't happen to be there, yeah, you can set up mines and stuff in another lane and, and hope to get a kill later. It's kind of an investment, but I find like I like being with the team and pushing because the mines do so much damage to towers, which mm -hmm. is something I think people don't think about, right? Like with techies, a lot of people just think, hey, it's all about planting mines all around the map and getting the kills, right? But he's pretty strong at pushing, I think. No, I definitely agree. His pushing is very underrated. A lot of people, like you said, think about him as like a tower defender, putting all the mines close mm -hmm. to your base. But I really like the techies who put mines close to the enemy base. So that, you know, when you're starting to lose the team fight, you kite back a little bit, and the right. enemy knows that they're like in danger territory. Which is really yeah, important. Like, when I play techies, I like to put mines in places that are a little bit more unorthodox, because it's always like People always expect you to put the techies' mines like right in front of your tower. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so people always put the the sentries in front of the tower, or whatever. I like putting like I like put like okay. So if you're playing techies off lane, right? Let's say you're on the radiant side and you're playing off lane. If you take that first tower on the top lane, I love putting the mines and the green mines um, right where that uh, that jungle pole camp is, because no one really thinks like oh you know the techies mines are going to be in the middle of this lane right that it's like it's an unconventional spot and it always catches like the hard carries right because they're just thinking about farming they're like oh i don't have to worry until i get to the enemy's tier one or the enemy's tower right or the jungle but like if you play a little bit risky and you pay attention to the enemy's team's positioning you can usually get down a couple of the remote mines like in their lane, and then like you just kill a carry for free, right? So, I, I think Techies gets a bad rep because it's it's definitely a hero that requires a lot of team coordination. And I think with how a lot of people prefer to play, it's kind of hard to do it when you're not in a five stack. That that's why I think for Techies anyway. Uh, I mean, I think the biggest thing with Techies is just he's annoying. <laughs> he is annoying. That's that's a fair point. He is an annoying hero. I, I will give you that. When when you're the carry or when you're farming, right? You die to techies just because of mines. It's really annoying. When you're support, mm -hmm. it's annoying because your course always tells you to buy sentries, things like that. Right. And then in lane, he's annoying because he suicides. So all that harass that you tried to do, uh, it just goes away. And then he right. ferries more region for your carry. Okay, so turning the question around on you, is there anybody that you think? should just be eliminated from the game, like, immediately? Yes, of course. Um, I wouldn't say it's Techies, because I think... I think if you change Techies a little bit, where he doesn't have unlimited minds, I think he would be a lot better to play. Mm. Like, because all, all, all the problems of Techies comes from people's thinking, oh, I can just put a hundred minds in the map. That's the <laughs> real problem. Yeah. I think, if, I think if he was able to place, like, three or five maximum for his red minds, and his, like is green mines, then it would be a lot better for techies. No? So I wouldn't necessarily delete him. I would just rework him some way. Hero I mm. want to delete, 
fucking Tinker, man. I hate Tinker. Oh, really? I thought you were going to say Lone Druid, man. Every time I see you play Lone Druid or somebody plays Lone Druid, you always complain about how much of a garbage hero it is. Yeah, well, I hate the bear because the bear's stupid and doesn't reach what <laughs> you want it. Okay, the, the root, they should just make it like, um, which hero is it? Like Race King, you know, every four seconds you get a yeah. hit. Just make it every four seconds you root. <laughs> you get a root. <laughs> <laughs> but Tinker, I hate just because it doesn't matter if you're winning or if you're losing. The Tinker just like, it's kind of like Techies times 10 to me. You know, mm-hmm. he's just doing his own thing. He's just farming across the map. He's being very annoying. Pushing against him is a pain. And then when you're losing with a Tinker, oh man, feels bad because Tinker gets to farm everything. So even though you're the carry, you don't get to really farm a lane. Mm-hmm. And it just delays games. The new Ags on him is super annoying as well. Thing is broken as hell. Oh, the shrink ray? Yeah, yeah, that's like I play Tinker pretty often here and there. And like, yeah, like I definitely get that sense of like, oh, like, you know, when we're behind and I'm off farming a lane. I do feel kind of bad sometimes because I realize like, oh, this is all farm that like the carry could have got. But then I also think, like, hey, we're behind and no one's going to farm this anyway. So I might as well make myself useful. And, but... and you are being useful because that's what you're supposed to do with Tinker. Right. It's just that, you know, in games when you're super duper behind, but you have an Enigma and you're like thinking to yourself, we can still win if this Enigma just gets a five man black hole. Right. <laughs> right. When you're playing Tinker and you're on the losing side, it's like you're that enigma. It's like everything mm. relies on you. You get all the resources in the map. And then at the end of the day, you're still just a Tinker. You know, you die to like one stun <laughs> from the enemy team. And that's Yeah. It. There's so many good counters too for Tinker. Like there's so many heroes that like you see the other team pick and you're like, oh man, the Tinker's going to have a bad game. Like you see a spirit breaker and it's just like, oh god, that's that's gonna suck. You're not even spirit breaker, like Zeus. Spectre. Yeah, Zeus is Zeus Spectre. I would say Storm's pretty good too. Storm's pretty Storm's good. Storm's an yeah. annoying one. So um, I just hate it's it's the same with Techie, you know, the whole game revolves around you when you're Tinker. Everyone's looking to kill you, your whole team's looking for you to carry them. Oh, uh, you know who else is a bullshit hero? I just realized. Go ahead, man. If, tell I, me. if I could, if I couldn't take out Huskar, I would take out fucking Arc Warden. I hate that hero. <laughs> I hate that hero too. <laughs> Such a bullshit hero. <laughs> oh god! Anytime the the enemy team picks it, I just know my game's gonna suck. Like, you know, at least with Arc Warden, I like the concept of you kind of get this second you kind of thing, <clears throat> which is a bit different <clears throat> from Race King. But yeah, just the way he is. Uh, yeah. But I don't really know how to fix him, you know? Because like the concept is there, but once you think about the concept, of course you're going to think about like the Midas, the Boots of Travel. Right. There isn't really a different way to play him. The problem. Yeah, like unless like his skills got completely reworked, but then like it wouldn't be the same hero, right? You're right. Like that concept is so integral to his skills and yeah. the way he's played. I guess they could remove the bubble because the bubble is super annoying when you're trying to push against him. But, but then like if they take the bubble away, like he has like no deep like defensive ability, you know. Ooh, and I feel kill like him, man. <laughs> Arc water and pickers, man. Can't believe we yeah. have one of those. <laughs> uh, I mean, he plays Morphling too. Yeah, another cancer hero. PL is another cancer hero. 
PL feels pretty bad, but when you play Earthshaker against PL and like you get a couple of good echoes and just stall the PL's game, it feels pretty good. Yeah. PL's another uh, one of those where I like the concept of the hero, it, I just hate playing against it. I hate I hate okay. I don't really hate hate this hero, but I think it is an annoying hero and I ban it every game now is PA. Because I feel like every time someone picks Phantom Assassin on the enemy team, like that stupid coup de gras goes off every other attack. But then like when my team picks it, it's like the most useless, worthless piece of shit hero. Yeah, sounds like my lone druid bear, man. And I think that's the thing. I was thinking about that recently. I think like the RNG heroes are like they're cool, but they're also kind of trash because like you know, there's a certain amount of statistic to like, yeah, like the the, the coup de gras is like a fifteen percent chance, but it's like it just it seems like it never it either never goes off or it goes off all the time, right? Yeah. So some of the RNG heroes, I don't. I mean, is there anybody else that's like RNG? Oh, I guess like Spirit Breaker Bash is RNG, but yeah, I, I agree with you. If, if they got like a like you know every four seconds or like every third attack or something, it procs it, then it'd be better. But yeah, I don't want all the heroes to be like that though, right? Because then everything becomes kind of boring where it's predictable. Uh, PA PA is kind of annoying. I think with Spirit Breaker, it's better. It's fine because the root isn't like game breaking, you know. But yeah. with PA, if you can guarantee crits, that's really strong. That's true. Because like when you when you jump the supports, you can if you can guarantee like two crits on the hero, and they're just dead. Mm. Um. All right. So those are some heroes that we don't like. What about heroes that, uh, we like but is just not strong enough? Which heroes do you think deserves a buff? I feel like Elder Titan doesn't get picked enough. I feel like it's a very like, I like Elder Titan. I think it's a cool hero. I like the idea and I like the concept. I just feel like like the, the hero is just so ugly that nobody wants to play it. You know what I mean? Like, you look at the screen and just goddamn face is just so off-putting. <laughs> Are you saying if he had an Arcana, he'd be top pick? I, I 100% think if, like, if he got, like, a cosmetic rework like Viper did... Or like any like some of the other heroes that got like cosmetic reworks. Like I feel like he would just be a much more picked hero. I think right now, like, yeah, it's just like there's just something about like everyone I know that like goes like, oh yeah, 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 I play like Elder Titan. Like the, the next comment is like, God, it's just such an ugly hero. <laughs> oh man, that's like, an interesting. Like, Pudge, is, Pudge is ugly, right? But it works for Pudge. Right? Yeah, it's his not, his ugliness is comedic, you know. Yeah, like right. I feel like Elder Titan they missed the mark. Um, heroes that could use a buff. Do you want me to start? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so heroes that I feel deserve some kind of buff would be Spirit Breaker. Hmm. Uh, you know, with Spirit Breaker, he's very snowbally. I don't think he needs a, like a huge buff. Right. Uh, but just like maybe lower a cooldown here or there. Some extra stats, you know. I think that's fine. Or to just, like, increase the damage of your greater bash. Hmm. Something like that. It doesn't need to be a huge buff for him, you know. But some love for him would be nice, for sure. And another one would be... Even though I hate playing against this hero, Clockwork. I love playing oh, I, Clockwork. Uh, yeah, I, I wish his shard was better. Is that the overclock? No, uh, the jetpack. Uh, jetpack? <laughs> 
the Jets. I haven't tried that yet. I don't. Yeah, I haven't tried it yet. Um, a lot of people think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. I think it could get a buff though, but mm-hmm. it gives you flying vision. So when your smoke pops, you just use it, and then you get to see everything. And it's like a mini hook shot. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I would say Omni Knight. Omni Knight getting a buff would be nice. I feel uh, like Omni Knight has I like. I used to play Omni Knight so much. I feel like he hasn't been in meta for a very long time. I think people playing their support is nice. I, mm-hmm. I never liked the whole offlane Omni Knight. Yeah, I usually play him as a support. I think he's. I think playing him carries a little bit more greedy. Um, the slow is nice. The nuke is obviously great because it can heal, but like otherwise, it's like he doesn't have like the same sort of feel as like most of the carries do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean in terms of like kind of like Warcraft three lore, Abaddon is like a better version of a carry Omni Knight. I think you know. Yeah, like he has the slow still, and then he has the you can't you can't uh, hurt me kind of spell. But mm-hmm. I think Abaddon just does it way better than Omni Knight does. Abaddon is definitely one of those heroes that's annoying to play against, though. Like, the the shield and then, like, the borrowed time is, like, really frustrating sometimes. If yeah. you don't time it correctly, that can be kind of frustrating. Um, heroes? Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, heroes I could use a buff, but I'm more just, like, I, it's, it's usually just, like, oh, I just wish the heroes that I play a lot would get buffed. Right, but True. some of them are pretty strong. Like Puck is pretty great, right? Yeah, yeah. Puck, Puck does not need a buff. Fuck you, yeah. you say. <laughs> that hero was cancer when everyone picked him, and honestly, still has a high pick rate. Yeah, it's got a pretty high pick. I, I would say, yeah. See, like I would have said Brewmaster, but Brewmaster I think got a pretty nice buff, but it's a, it kind of his buff kind of skews you to one playstyle. I feel like. Because uh, before, like I would play Brewmaster, and I would actually play him as more of a right click instead of like relying on the ulti. I would like stack crits, um, get like a Heaven's Halberd, maybe a Basher, and like uh, Echo Saber, and then like his crit becomes so disgusting that like you just like one shot uh, like any support you find. And then, like, any melee carry that you face up against, like, it's pretty tight. Because, like, he's already pretty tanky. And then, like, you give him that crit and, like, the Cinder Brew and the Thunderclap. And then, like, those three together alone are so strong. And then, like, you have, like, the ult for an emergency thing where you can just stun and then the Cinder Brew. Right? So, <clears throat> I used to like playing Brewmaster as, like, a crit hero. But I feel like now with the addition of his eggs it's kind of one of those like yeah if you don't go the sort of tanky utility build it's kind of a waste because the eggs is just so good getting two charges of the primal split i agree in most of the things you mentioned to me the problem with brewmaster is that uh the crit build was kind of like gimmicky in the sense right like when you think when you think about Brewmaster, you think about him splitting up. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like his main identity as a hero. And I right. felt like with you buffing his drunken brawler kind of status, um, it didn't really feel like you were playing the same hero, right? It was like you were trying to be someone else. 
that was my problem with it. I also like the crit build on Brewmaster, to be honest. Um, but... I, I used to joke that like the crit build on Brewmaster was essentially just the poor man's PA. Like it was like an offlane PA. If you couldn't play PA, you just pick Brewmaster and then do the crit build, and you essentially get to play PA, but it's a little bit more micro because you have to hit the skills. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean, when he used to have like that crazy level twenty-five talent, his crit oh, yeah. was just as strong as PA. And it was like seventy five percent chance to crit. It was just like yeah. three shotting supports. That was disgusting. But um, <laughs> I guess if you think about it in a different way, right? When you think about Ember Spirit, people can think, "Oh, you can be either magic build or you can be physical build." But uh-huh. to me, it doesn't kind of change the identity of Ember Spirit. It still feels like you're playing the same hero, right? That's true. Whereas with Brewmaster, it's it's like. Incredibly different the playstyles that you would be doing, that it feels like you're just playing a different hero altogether. So, and I feel like with Ember Spirit, especially, like I think that's it, it speaks to a well designed hero because the talent tree is so good at going either way that, like, no matter his skills, it really comes down to like how you do this the itemization and the tree, right? Because the tree le- gives you the the sort of option to choose one of those two playstyles, right? I feel like with Brewmaster, like you can go either way, but I just feel like yeah, it's like you said, right? Like it's very much it doesn't suit the hero as much to go the crit build anymore. Mm-hmm. It is kind of the same with Luna, right? In terms of the identity of the hero, like it mm-hmm. it it's fun to play this like Aghanim's Refresher build on Luna. <laughs> but when you think of Luna, that's not really what you think about as a hero. Although, right. I guess Luna's been losing her identity a lot. What about uh, overpowered heroes? Which which ones need to be nerfed, Andrew? Oh boy, overpowered heroes. I mean, obviously, we talked about Puck being just absolute cancer right now. Is pretty strong. A good way to see like which heroes are overpowered is like which ones are getting like picked every single game in pro games, right? Because those guys know how to abuse the meta. That's true. Um, so I haven't really been watching a lot recently, so I don't know who's been getting picked up a lot. Um, but I do remember for a good long while, like Batrider. I don't know. If, did Batrider get a nerf? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, they nerfed Batrider, I don't know, two weeks like ago? Like two patches ago? ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, they... Uh... They kind of nerfed Bat to the ground. I think it's still okay. There's also this really funny Bat build that I kind of want to try. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, so in, in China, what they do is they play Bat Rider the same, but um, you know when he gets his shard, you can lasso your allies, and it's a lower right. cooldown? So <laughs> what they do is they have like this Abaddon support, right, who just charges into the enemy team. And then Batrider has the Aghanim's Scepter and the Shard. So whenever you lasso someone, it lassos another target. <clears throat> so they lasso the Abaddon, and then it just latches onto another enemy hero. <laughs> and then he pulls them back, the two of them. But because he lassoed Abaddon, it's only a 20-second cooldown lasso. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so he gets to do it like two times in a fight, and it's so funny. <laughs> just like this Abaddon who just you know will not die, he just charges into the, <laughs> <laughs> <to> the fight. <laughs> That's 
That's actually pretty great. I actually, I yeah, would I should send see. you. I'll send you a clip of it. It's so funny. Yeah. When you watch it. <laughs> oh, Ursa's pretty strong. Ursa? That's a pretty strong hero yeah, right now, right? Ursa's pretty good with the blink. Yeah. The blink is pretty strong. The stupid. I mean, like he's had it for a while now. The thing that uh, the Earth Shock that lets him leap forward. That was like such a huge buff to this hero. Because it lets him close the distance so well. That's true. It was a pretty big buff. It basically what made Ursa popular again. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, <coughs> other heroes that are picked a lot. Um, Alchemist is picked quite often. Uh, I hate that hero. That's also a hero I would like to remove from the game. That's a snowball hero. That's That's one of those... Just like a like, game I, over hero, you know? Yeah, like after a certain point, once the alchemist has a certain amount of farm, you just kind of go, yeah, game's done. You know, like this guy's like whacking like four times in my tower, it's just gone. You know? It, it's it's very much like a... If, if if this game goes to... I mean, like it is a late game carry hero. So obviously, yeah, if it gets late. But it's always like... Whenever you play with an alchemist, it's like no matter how much your team is winning, there's always a chance the alchemist will just farm and come back and just one v five your party. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the thing is that <laughs> when alchemist hits critical mass, unless your team is ready for it, it's just yeah, you can't stop him, right? It's pretty disgusting. Lycan <laughs> uh, is also very popular, but mm. I think Lycan's a hero that requires like. It seems kind of brain dead sometimes. It's just like, oh, people are like, just click R and then go. But I feel like Lycan requires a lot of really good micro skills, which I think is why a lot of like low skill players like they pick Lycan thinking it's going to be really easy, and then like they lose a bunch of games. They're like, I don't get why I'm losing. It's like there's a there's a you know there there is some sort of uh, there is some skill with him. It's not yeah. the micro for him. It's not that hard though. Hmm. Um, it's mostly whether your 